Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Haim Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Post or on our last um, uh, podcast. And if you are not on the podcast, if you're not following the podcast, you can um, be able to follow me on the Facebook, my Facebook page, my Instagram page, as well as you can be able to stay tuned with me through Spotify. You can subscribe to the page there on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts um, and be able to stay a part of this journey that we are on all together. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you that are on as you come on, please um, make a comment, make a post. It allows me and helps uh, to be able to reach more people as we do this. So we're going to dive in. We started a conversation last week or last podcast. And on that podcast, we started this conversation entitled After Freedom. Uh, So today what we're going to do is we're going to deal with another part of that, which is entitled this, this, this piece that I love that is going to be helpful on today is deliver versus freedom. Again, this is entitled today's conversation is delivered versus freedom. Now in this conversation, one of the reasons why I wanted to be able to have these conversations dealing with this context of after freedom is because I know that we're in a time and in a season where we are all searching for some form of freedom in different various of different ways. And But the question that I pose or the question that I started to even ask myself is what happens after freedom? What happens after you have gained the freedom and the thing that you are wanting? What happens after this context when you get your freedom? What ends up happening in this form? And so what I want to do is today, I want to deal with this context again of delivered versus freedom. And one of the reasons why I want to be able to deal with this conversation is because what I have realized is that we have, we, we sometimes can get in this position into this mindset 
of thinking that we are free when we have only been delivered. Uh, and, and I'm going to be able to break this context down so we can be able to have a clear understanding of what I'm talking about. But I want to make sure that we're all in this together so we can have a clarity of this understanding. We want to make sure that not just that we are delivered, but we don't want we want to make sure that we are free. And so let's dive right in. We've been um, using this context of scripture in Exodus chapter three, verses eight. Um, and this is where we have been been kind of laying in uh, throughout this conversation and we'll continue on. Now, this journey that we're talking about in Exodus, the Bible is showing us a storyline of a group of individuals, uh, a, a large group of individuals that have been slaved, enslaved now for many of years. And in this time frame, now God has now came and talked to a man named Moses who has his own personal journey. And now God is using this man named Moses to be able to come in and to be able to do something about what's going on. So let's dive right in again in Exodus chapter three, verses eight. This is what it says. It says, and it came and I came down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. Now, this is God speaking unto Moses. And I came down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land unto a good land unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto a place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Parasites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now, again, what God is saying in this context, right before this verse in verses seven, one of the things that he is emphasizing unto them is that he's allowing them to understand. He's allowing Moses to understand, which we dealt with this on the last podcast. So if you didn't watch or hear the first one, you can go on to Spotify or on Apple a podcast and be able to listen to that. Or if you want to watch the video, you can see it on my Facebook line. But, but this is where God is speaking unto Moses and he's telling Moses, listen, I have heard the cries of my people and I have seen what they've been going through. And so because of this, this is where we come into verses eight, because of this, I want to come and deliver my people out of the place that they're in so I can take them into another place. And he goes into describing what this other place looks like or where this other place is. And so as he's going through this context of conversation, this is what ends up happening. We start seeing that there are more things that are transpiring in this moment. We see that God specifically deals with this context of deliverance, but later on, we what he's describing of what he's going to do and where he's going to take them, he's going to take them to a place of freedom. Now he has delivered, he wants to deliver them out of here, but he wants to take them into freedom. So for us to break this context down and for those that are just now coming on, today's topic of conversation is deliver versus freedom. Now we're, we're going to deal with this and this is going to be good. I promise you, I'm going to try to make sure that I don't get too excited because I'm already excited because I believe that when we get this revelation and understanding, then we will be able to walk in the freedom that God has given unto all of us to be able to have. I, I, I believe that with a shadow, with, with, without even questioning in my mind, because what I think is sometimes we get into these modes of life 
where we have been delivered out of whatever it might be, delivered out of pornography, delivered out of abuse, delivered out of whatever that might have been, and we think that we are free. And because we think we're free, what ends up happening is if anything ever happens that makes you fall back into it, if anything ever happens that makes you have a mistake, if anything ever happens in the midst of those, what we think is we get into this mindset of saying that we have failed. But the reality of it is, is the reason why we get in these in these scenarios and situations where we are not getting uh, free, where we are not getting, where we are not walking in the freedom that God wants for our lives and we're not being able to be able to deal with the things that we need to deal with is because the reality is you might be delivered, but you are not free. So let's, let's clarify this because I know that this is going to be a good conversation of topic and I want to make sure that we all are all on the same page. So what is this word deliver? Now this word, according to Exodus 3 and 8, we want to define this, which will help us to understand what God is actually saying unto Moses at this point. So in this word, this word right here, delivered, it means to snatch away, to deliver, to rescue, to save, to strip, or to plunder. I'm going to give you give this word to you again. Deliver means to snatch away, means to deliver, means to secure, I mean rescue, means to save, means to strip, means to plunder. Now, I want us to understand this and hear this because what this scripture context is saying is God is saying, I want to snatch my people out of what they're in. I want to save my people from where, where they're going through. I want to be able to make sure that they're no longer in the place that they're in so that I I can take them from that place to another place that is called deliverance. Now, I love how Merriam Webster brings this same definition, this context of definition for deliver. I need us to see this. This is what Merriam Webster said. It says deliver is to set free. Now, again, I'm, I want somebody to post this, put this in the comment to set free. The, the key word here is set. Now, I want to ask you a question when we deal with this word of set, and I'm going to give you a scripture context in a minute, but the, 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 this word set, you set an item down. Now, before you can, so you, for you to set something in this place or for you to move, for you to set my, for me to set this, this piece of equipment right here, my connector, for me to set this down, that means it had to be in one place and I had to remove it from that place to then put it in to another place. Now, again, I had to move it from one place to set it in another place. A setting is a transitional point. It's moving it from one place to another. Now, just because I set you somewhere does not mean that you are free. Only thing I did was move the location. I hear me tonight. What I just did is I only moved location. Now, where, 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 where are we going with this? Let's understand this. When it comes in reference to, just say for example, relationships, you can be in a bad relationship if you remove yourself from the relationship. Only thing you just did was delivered, been delivered from the relationship, but you have not been delivered from the things that come with those relationships. You haven't been free 
need yet. You've just been delivered. So then you're trying to understand and figure out why do I keep repeating the same exact situations? Why do I keep repeating the same bad relationships? Why am I repeating the same bad habits? It's because you've been delivered, but you have not been freed. My God, my God, that is good all by itself. So let's go to the scripture context because I know some of y'all might be looking at me like I'm strange, but I want us to have a clear understanding of what this is. Because what again, what happens is, and I know this sounds repetitive, but what ends up happening is there's so many people, there's so many people that they get into these positions, they get into the state of mind where they are going and going and going, but you're not free. You're always in these positions. You're getting into these postures. You're getting into these scenarios where, where you feel like I should be over this by now. It's only because you've been delivered from that, but you have not been freed from it. So let's deal with this because I need us all to get this help. I want us all to get this help. It does not matter what it is. If you're in, if, if, if your scenario, just say, for example, if your thing is you you are addicted, let's deal with this. If you are addicted to alcohol, what you go to is a program that then tries to deliver you. Now, in the process of you being delivered, there are certain things that ends up happening. And, I, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but it's going to be okay. It's certain things that ends up happening. And the first thing for you to walk in the door, for you to make the decision to sit in the room, for you to make the decision to put the bottle down, for you to make the decision that I'm not going to go into the bar again. Now that's a decision that you have said, I'm going to transition myself from one place to another. Now I want to put this out as a blanket statement. We can't deliver ourselves, nor can we free ourselves. My God, I'm going to say it again. We cannot deliver ourselves, nor can we free ourselves. If the, if the children in Israel could have delivered themselves, they would not have been in slavery. If us, as, as, as the people that we are, if the struggles that we go through, if the things that we go through in life, if we could deliver ourselves, we would have been delivered ourselves. We wouldn't have went through some of the heartaches that we went through. We wouldn't have went through some of the pain that we went through. We wouldn't have went through some of the suffering that we went through or seen some of the things that we've seen. Sometimes we, 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 wouldn't, we wouldn't have the images in our mind if we could do it ourselves. So this allows us to understand that you can't set yourself free, nor can you make yourself free. So if you understand this, if you understand this in the entry of this conversation, then it will help you throughout. Now let's get into the scripture because I'm, I'm, I'm getting too excited. Let's get into the scripture in Colossians, Colossians chapter one, verses 13, Colossians chapter one, verses 13. We're going to deal with this context of being delivered. This is what it says. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? I'm going to read it one more time. It says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? Now, this word in this context dealing with translated, this is what it means. It means to transpose to transfer, remove from one place to another. So when we are delivered, we are moved from one place to another. 
When we are moved, delivered out of something, he not only deals with the thing that's holding you in. He does not only deal with the darkness that's holding you in bondage. He does not only deal with the scenario in the situation that is keeping you bound. But then what he has to do in the process of deliverance is set you free. So he has to move you from that place to another place. Then we are delivered. So this is what God is saying. That's deliverance. Now, let's deal with this context of freedom. My God, I feel like I'm running out of time. Um, what, what, let's deal with this context of freedom. Now, freedom, freedom, this is the definition of freedom. Freedom is the quality or state of being free. Somebody said, somebody put this in here. It is the state of being free free. It's the state, the position of being free. Now we dealt with at first in reference to when it came in reference to deliverance, deliverance is to set you free. But when we come to freedom, freedom is not being set free. Freedom is being free. I want you to, I hope you're getting this. When it comes to deliverance, I'm going to say it one more time, deliverance is setting you free. But when it comes to freedom, freedom is being free. So we have one that deals with set, meaning transition you and moving you from one place to another. Then we have another one that deals with being, meaning who you are is now free. So it helps us to understand that there is two different dynamics. There is one that is being delivered and the other one is showing us the other is being free. So there is a difference. So let's give me this supporting context of conversation. In John chapter eight, verses 31 through 32. Now I have heard this verse of scripture so many different forms of times in different ways, various of ways, but I want to be able to bring something out in this. John chapter eight, verses 31 through 32. This is what it says. Then said Jesus to those, uh, to those um, which believed on him, and this is what he says. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it again. It says, then said Jesus to those which believed on him. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and this truth shall make you free. Now, here we go. My God, this is too good. Jesus is now talking to a group of people. He's talking to a group of Jews. As he's communicating with these group of Jews, he's informing them and allowing them to understand who he is. As he's teaching or talking to them, there is a few in this group of people that now believe. They are starting to believe that he is who he say he is. And as he's communicating with them who he is, and now they are believing in who he is, he then says unto them this statement. 
If you choose to continue in my word, and because of that, then you will become my disciple indeed. You will know the truth. And this truth that you now know will make you free. The conversation goes on, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into the rest of the conversation, but the conversation goes on, and they say, but wait a minute. We ain't never been bound. We're of Abraham's seed, so we, we've never been bound. And Jesus is really interpreting or communicating with them and trying to get them to understand. Listen, no, you're talking about being delivered, but what I'm trying to get you to be is free. You're communicating or thinking on the process that you are delivered, but I'm trying to get you to understand that you're still not free. You're still bound, but wait a minute. We're not in chains. You're still bound, but wait a minute. We're not behind bars. You're still bound, but wait a minute. I'm not still doing what I used to do, but you're still bound. Wait a minute. I'm not in the places that I used to be in. So how are you saying that I am bound when you're what I believe based upon my connection to Abraham that I am not bound? I'm free. And he says, and he's allowing them to understand, listen, you are set free, but you have not been made free. And the way that you get made free is you got to know the truth. And the truth is in my words. The truth is in the words that I teach you. The truth is in this book. Now understand this, and I'm going to hit this, and, and then we're going to kind of move from here, but I need us to understand the children of Israel, after they were delivered, they did not go straight into the promised land. After they were delivered, they did not trans, they did not move directly into the promised land. They went through this thing called the wilderness. And as they are in this wilderness, as they are walking through this wilderness for years, what they're trying, what God is trying to get them to do is to become free. But where I know they were not free is because while they were walking in the wilderness, they were talking about their past. How I knew they were not free is because while they were walking in their wilderness, they were still trying to worship other gods. While they were still in their wilderness, they were still doing things that they did when they were bound. While they were walking in the wilderness. Now again, they were delivered. They were not in bondage any longer. They were not in they were not getting whipped. They were not getting brutalized. They were not getting taken advantage of. They were now in a place where they could wander and do the things that they wanted to do and serve and worship the God that they say they wanted to worship. And so in this moment, it allows us to understand and see that even though they were not in bondage, they still was not free because they still had the taste, the desire for the past. They still had a longing for other idols. They still had a desire to be able to do what they did before. They still had this thirst in them. And I love it because while they're in the wilderness, it was the struggle that revealed. It was the pain that revealed. It was the uncomfortability that revealed that you still have this thing in you. You still are not free. You might be delivered, 
but you're still not free. So how do we recognize? How do we know that we are free? How do we really know that we are free? See, I cannot take a person that say that they are delivered from alcohol. I cannot do this. I cannot take a person that says they're delivered from alcohol back into a bar. I can't do it. You know why? Because even though they're delivered again, they are not free. So what they're, what is going to end up transpiring is while they're in that room, they are going to be able to, they're going to go through problems and issues and struggles and strains because they want inside. They're craving that alcohol still. They're craving it. They're longing for it, but they're trying to fight the desire. How do I know you're free? I can set you in the room of your old problem and it doesn't move you. How do I know you're free? You can still say hi to an ex-girlfriend that you see walking down the street and it, and it does not do anything in you. How do I know that you're free? Is when the desire for that thing has been taken out of your mouth because there's been a change in your mind. You have been freed in your mind. You have been delivered or set free or made free in your mind. That's when you are free. That's when you're free. There are certain things that I used to have a longing for. There are certain things that I had a drive for. There are certain things that I that I had I had a I had a strong desire for. And when I first got saved, I thought it was a problem because I still had the desire for some of those those same things. And God helps us to understand, son. I saved you. I took you out of where you were to bring you in. To where I am but now you got to continue you have to continue in my word you have to make sure that you become disciplined disciplining this body dealing with this body and making sure that this body aligns to my word you need my help to do that you can't do it by yourself but as you continue in my word, I'm going to show you so you can know the truth. So you can know what the truth is. So you can know that you don't have to be a slave anymore. So you can know that you have more power in, in controlling yourself than you, that you, than you did before. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to do those things. You don't have to go that way anymore. There is a more better way of living, of walking, of functioning. And I'm trying to get you to understand, son, this is how you get freed. Is when you continue in my word and allow my word to transform you, to rearrange you in this process. It's not overnight. It's not overnight. AAA even understands that. There's, there's, there's drug habilitating programs. They understand it's not an overnight program to get you set free. Yes, we can do that in a day, but to get you made free, that takes some time because I have to let you, I have to transform this. I have to change this. I have to make you understand by the knowledge of the truth that that thing is not your friend. That abuse is not your friend, but it hurt. I know it ain't my friend, but you treat it like it was. That alcohol, that drug, that thing that you do to satisfy yourself. That's not your friend. That's your addiction. That's your bondage. But I'm trying to get you to understand because I want you to be free. 
I want your being, I want your life, I want your mind to be free. And here mentality, we teach bondage mentality, we teach wrong mentality because we have not been made free. So my word to you, to all those that are listening on the podcast, all those that are watching on Facebook Live right now, I need all of you to hear me, hear me clearly. I don't just want y'all to be delivered from whatever your thing is. I don't just want you to be delivered. But what I want, what God wants, is for all of us is to be free. I want to say... I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change, to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have. I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me? Every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.